Well, hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'll be your host as we dig into today's topic. Well, from news sources to comedians, from friends to advertisements, it seems everyone has an idea of how we should think, live, and make decisions. And when everyone disagrees, how can we cut through the noise? How do we sift through all that information overload and choose what governs our lives? As we pray and process these things, we want to offer a resource to navigate some of the day's most pressing topics and questions. Right, Jeff? Right, Joe. Joe, you know who has a lot of insights and, and opinions about how we should govern our lives? Who has a lot of insights and opinions? Bob Ball. <laughs> it's been a while since you've... It, it called out him. Bob Ball. Yep. I'm calling out Bob Ball. <laughs> The ironic thing that was on my mind is as I was reading this intro for like the 117th time or wherever we're at right now, uh, is I thought about trying to read it super fast so that those listeners that listen to it at like double speed, like, are like, wait, what is he doing? Like, <laughs> That'd be awesome. Hello, thanks for joining us today for our next episode of Mixed Message with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso. I'll be your host to get today's topic. You know, just, just, I wonder how that just sounded in their ears, you know? Um, However, it sa- I hope it sounded horrible because... This podcast is so deep and so meaningful <laughs> that you should not be listening to it at double speed. Did you hear me, honey? <laughs> Did you? I think it's awkward that you call me honey, but no. <laughs> I also, have you ever listened to a podcast on half speed? Yeah. Oh, Jeff. They, they sound what like a, they're what a, drunk. If I need a laugh, I listen to you on half speed. Oh, and oh great. You sound like, I mean, it's... Fantastic. I don't sound that great on normal speed, so <laughs> let's be honest about it. Uh, but at least you sound sober. Yeah, so, that, generally. Yeah. So. Yeah, I've learned to fake that. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Today's question, uh, no. Um, yeah, so we actually had a listener. Honestly, um, we had a few listeners write in on very similar topics. So we're going to get, in the next couple of weeks here, kind of in a little bit of a string of uh, similar thoughts here. But today's listener writes in, I'd welcome the opportunity to learn more about other faiths and religions and how they compare and contrast to Christianity. I recently spent a significant amount of time discussing faith with someone of the Jehovah's Witness belief system, and it was interesting to learn about our differences. It was a wonderful learning experience, but I would welcome to hear more thoughts from you and Jeff on the subject. Many thanks. So, um, Jeff, what are some of those major differences specifically between where you and I and our Grace Church would land um, and the Jehovah's Witness? Uh, well, they're vast. So th- th- let me start kind of before that. Is that okay? Sure, absolutely. Right. So This when... is Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. Oh, so... well, thank you, Joe. Yeah, you get to do what you want. <laughs> um, so let's first talk about like why we at, at Grace Church would believe that a faith system is valid or invalid, mm, right? That's great. So when you talk about like Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, you talk about Mormonism, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and other Christian cults, they're they're gonna they're going to lean into Jesus or say that uh, we claim Jesus too. So sure. we're we're the same as you. And right there, some of our listeners might have just been blown away a little bit. Right. Like, yeah, you just called those two things in particular Christian cults. That's correct. Yeah. Um, because I and and they're not alone. I'm not necessarily trying to single them out. They sure. would Just be well known ones where we would look and say that uh, those two belief systems are a false gospel. Interesting. And we would uh, deeply disagree with that gospel. Mm -hmm. Now, 
we do not hate those people. No, of course not. And and we are not trying to shun anybody. I'm not talking about anything down those roads at all. But the question was asked, mm-hmm. what's the difference? And I think you have to go back for a second and say, why does that difference matter? Sure, because this would not be a question along the lines of, what would our church believe? And I'm just picking out of a false hat or a fake hat here, but like in, in the Methodist tradition, this is not that type of a conversation. It There's, might be right well, now, well, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. but it, what you're saying is we don't believe we're the only tr- true church. Correct. So there are many churches that um, are not Grace Church who would do things different than Grace Church, mm-hmm. who would even believe things different than Grace Church that we would not say that is a, that is a false or an unhealthy church or mm-hmm. a Christian cult. So um, where, where that conversation breaks down, right? So um, it is always going to be around the person of Jesus Christ and the uh, avenue to salvation. Okay. Okay. Yep. And, and I'm being, I am being, uh, for all of you who are like church nerds and theologians, I'm, I'm boiling this down to its very, very core. I'm going to boil it down to the person of Jesus Christ and the avenue of salvation, or what I'm going to call the gospel, mm-hmm. right? It's going to come down to the purity of the gospel. So we're going to look at the Bible, and we're going to say um, there, are, there are conservative Christian churches, there are Presbyterian Christian churches, there are charismatic Christian churches, and many of them we could agree to disagree Sure. Right, we could say, well, there's things you believe that we don't believe, and that's why we're different than this group over here. The area that we cannot agree to disagree about is the gospel, which mm-hmm. is the person of Jesus Christ and the gospel, or and the avenue of salvation. So we believe that at the very core of the Christian faith is the deity of Jesus Christ and him taking the form of a servant and putting on a human likeness, so the humanity of Jesus Christ, and then the uh, offering of his life. So we would believe that Jesus is fully God and fully man. So he did not cease to be God while he was on planet Earth, and he was not born or created like you and I were, like a human being would be. So we believe he's fully God and fully man. We further believe that he lived a sinless life as God in the flesh. Mm-hmm. So the Bible would say that Christ is the, the um, full reflection or the, the um, uh, total image, the complete image of God himself. Mm-hmm. So we believe that there is a trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, we believe that those three uh, individual personalities are in total and perfect relationship with each other. Yep. We believe that they play differing roles in our life as well as overlapping roles in our life, but we believe that they are equal parts of what we call the Godhead. So yep. we believe that God the Father is God, we believe God the Son is God, and we believe that God the Holy Spirit is, is God. Yep. Okay. The easiest example I ever learned of what how to think of the Trinity came from probably a Sunday school teacher uh, when, when they said to me, when you think about what the Trinity is, think of an egg. An egg has a shell, it has a white, and it has a yolk. Every part of it is fully the egg, and every part of it is completely distinct. Mm. 
But if you remove any part of it, you no longer have an egg. Sure. Yep. Okay? So that core belief is important because of Jesus. So Jesus did not step out of the Trinity. Jesus did not set aside his deity. Right. He took on the likeness of a man. So Jesus did have flesh and blood. He did get tired. He did get hungry. But he simultaneously was fully God. So he raised people from the dead. He healed the blind, caused the, the lame to walk and the blind to see. Uh, he spoke on behalf. This is what he spoke with authority. This mm-hmm. is the will of God. Uh, this is what my father says. This is what I say, right? And then he never sinned. So when he laid down his life, he did that as an innocent person. So Jesus paid a debt he didn't owe because you and I owe a debt that we cannot pay, and he died in our place. And the fancy word for that is the substitutionary atonement. Mm-hmm. So he died in our place. So because he's fully God and fully man, and because he laid down his life innocently as a substitute, he also took it up again. Mm-hmm. So the, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit were like involved, so to say, in Jesus' resurrection. So he has the power mm-hmm. over life and death, and he has the victory over sin. So when Jesus says, you've seen my deity, you saw it through my humanity so that you can understand it, and then you saw me do things that only God can do, Therefore, his claim, not mine, not Grace Church's, not the evangelical church, Jesus' claim when he says, I, Jesus, I am the way, singular, I am the truth, singular, and I'm the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. He is the sole avenue of salvation. Mm -hmm. He says, there is one name under heaven by which you must be saved. It's Jesus' name. He is the sole avenue of salvation. So he is God, and he is the sole avenue of salvation. He then, Jesus is God, Jesus is our salvation, he then gives validity and credibility to the Bible. They are his words, they are his disciples, and, and he even gives validity to the Old Testament because he quotes it all the time. Mm-hmm. So we would find the Bible, we would find the credibility in that because Jesus is God and he is the sole avenue of salvation, mm-hmm. right? So we don't find Jesus credible because he's in the Bible. We find the Bible credible because of the words. it's the words of Jesus yep. or his authority. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Absolutely. So that's huge, everybody who's listening to me. And so... What I say is this, and, and like I said, I'm trying to boil this down into very, very basic things. These are obviously very big conversations. But what that means is this, is that anytime anybody says Jesus is less than God, or anybody says Jesus is a path to salvation, or Jesus is, um, it's Jesus plus mm-hmm or Jesus minus, you have distorted the gospel, and that makes it a false gospel and a false teaching. And when you organize that into something that may even look like a church, it is a, it's a cult. It's a, it's a distortion mm-hmm. of what the true gospel is. Yeah. Okay? 
So that is a foundation. And, and if we're going to do a few of these weeks, Joe, we may need to splice in that first part there because <laughs> sure. I think it's an important foundation. Um, that is a foundation. Then you would start to look at uh, these other religious sects that claim Jesus' name. And the listener said, what about Jehovah's Witnessism? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, here's the difference between like a Grace Church and a Jehovah's Witness. Uh, first of all, a Jehovah's Witness does not accept the Trinity. Right. So they're saying that Jesus is less than God. They're disagreeing with what the Bible clearly says about God. And they may say something like, you can't find the word Trinity in the Bible, and there, that's, there's some truth to that, mm-hmm. right? But what you de—Trinity is a theological word, it's not a biblical word— what you can find is those three people in the same place at once. Yep. So Jesus' baptism is a great example of this. You have the Father who is looking at the Son who is being uh, blessed or endorsed by the Spirit. So Jesus, mm-hmm. God, is being baptized. The Spirit of God comes down and lights on Jesus in the form of a dove, and the voice of the Father from above says, this is my son. Mm-hmm. So you see those three people in place at once. Um, you will see uh, at, the cr- at the creation of the world, you will see that um, the Bible says that we are made in, in the, uh, the image of God, and in we, male and female created we them. So th- you see a plurality mm-hmm. of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Um, and, and I could go on and on and on and on. The Bible will, will talk about that, talk in these terms. Um, you'll see Jesus praying to his Father. You'll see the Father speaking on behalf of Jesus as his Son and giving credibility. You see Jesus saying, I'll send the Holy Spirit. I'll send the Holy Spirit, which is a, a counselor for you. It's a better thing mm-hmm. for you to have. You'll see Jesus say, I and the Father am one. Yep. So a Jehovah's Witness is going to reject mm-hmm. that, and they're going to say there, there is no such thing as a trinity. They, that's Jesus minus. Right. Okay? And that's a, a major problem. Then what's going to happen, that's the, the biggest, one of the two biggest problems. The other big problems with Jehovah's Witnesses are they're going to basically say there's a limited amount of space in heaven and you have to earn your your spot there. Mm-hmm. So this is a religion. It's a little over 100 years old, and it was actually uh, written and developed by somebody who wasn't the most stable person in the world, and they did a lot of editing in the Bible, which mm-hmm. is, I would say, another issue with the, with the religion that they added to the Bible or took away from it, which the Bible specifically says don't do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, they believe that there's a limited amount of space in heaven, and you must earn your spot there. Well, that's the avenue of salvation now that they're dealing with, because the Bible says very specifically, it is by grace that you are saved through faith. Mm -hmm. It's not of yourself, not by works, Mm -hmm. so that no one can boast, Ephesians 2, 8, 9. Um, you're also going to see Jesus say, I am the way. Um, all who call on my name shall be saved. Mm-hmm. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and God raised him from the dead, you will be saved, yep. right? So 
they are going to have a distorted view of the deity of Jesus, and then they're going to have a distorted view of the avenue of salvation, and that would cause me and Grace Church to say, that is a faith system that you need to be cautious of, Mm -hmm. that we do not believe is true to the Word of God or the person of Jesus Christ or the path of salvation. That's incredibly helpful. I think that when we can boil it down to those things, we can start to see a pretty clear pathway of, like you said, what is and isn't following God, following Jesus. And so if... uh, if, if we already have one of those foundational issues, we can talk about nuances all we want. We're missing the boat completely, um, because a lot of these Christian cults, uh, they'll, they'll be willing to quote certain pieces of the Bible. They'll be willing to agree on certain topics, and suddenly you're like, well, wait a minute, maybe we do agree on stuff. But if we're not even on the same boat, <laughs> we're having a completely different conversation about our faith. Yeah, you, you, you would run into the same thing with lots of different faces, and so Mormonism is going to be this way. Mm-hmm. Mormonism is going to add a whole book to the Bible and give it more authority than the Bible itself. Mm-hmm. Mormonism is going to say that you are sa- saved by works. Mm-hmm. So you live a certain way, you dress a certain way, you're baptized a certain way, all those kind of things, um, that that's going to save you. Mormonism is going to add to a, uh, add a prophet to the New Testament that is not in the New Testament. So they're going to say, well, Joseph Smith was a new prophet. Well, Jesus never gave him credibility. Mm -hmm. Jesus never endorsed him. Jesus never, like, directly interacted with him. So they're going to add him to it. Uh, Mormonism is going to say things that are against what the Word of God says. So they're going to talk about celestial marriage. They're going to be married in heaven. And the Bible specifically says there is no marriage in heaven. Right? So... You're gonna what what you're gonna run into again is you're gonna run into a, a difference in who Jesus is, and then a what I would say a non-biblical belief of what that avenue to salvation is. Mm-hmm. So you're going to attack or push against the gospel mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ, and that is absolutely out of bounds in, in every way. Um, when it comes to uh, what the Bible teaches us. Now, we're a, we're a conservative evangelical church. If we had to be put in a camp, it would be that one. We're not charismatic. Mm-hmm. So I would have a friend who's a charismatic pastor, and he would be like, well, we speak in tongues, and we believe in this, and we believe in that. And if I looked at him and I said, who's Jesus? He'd be like, he is the Son of God. How do you accept Christ? Salvation by grace through faith in Christ alone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So we can ad- agree to disagree because those two things, mm-hmm. and you're not, um, you're not saying, let's listen to Jesus and Chuck Smith, who's a charismatic leader, mm-hmm. or Jesus and Bill Johnson, right? The minute that those other people have equal or more authority in Christ than Christ alone, th- that is a distortion of the gospel, and it's a distortion of God's will. So you... You have to go back to that core thing again and again. Absolutely. And this is why, I should say this is one of many reasons why it's so important that individually we're building into our relationships with Jesus, we're building into our understanding of the Word, because 
these scenarios, these, these neighbors, these friends, these family members, they exist in our life. And if we don't understand how to have those conversations, well, it can feel jarring. It can feel rocking because you hear the one or two things that you agree with and you're not sure what to do with it. And so all of these types of questions should drive us back to the heart of God and his word. And then, of course, back to helping someone understand the clarity of who Jesus is. That's right. I, I, would, I would put people that are uh, bought into this, I would put them in the category of someone who's lost. Mm-hmm. And so they are loved. We reach them with gentleness and respect. When it turns into an argument, I would back off and preserve relationship. And I would ask the Lord to give you a no-brainer moment where you can give the reason for the hope that's within you. It, it's, it's the same thing. They just have a, a belief system that's mm-hmm. religious instead of secular. Yep. And, uh, and to be harsh or argumentative is very, very different than to be uh, gentle and informative. So I, we can sit and have a respectful, intelligent conversation about something we don't agree with. That, believe it or not, that can be done. We don't mm-hmm. see it a lot today. Yeah. Everybody's yelling over each other, but that absolutely can be done. And I actually think one of the best ways when, when you're interacting with somebody who has a different belief system, uh, one of the best ways to earn the right to share your point of view, so to say, is to ask them theirs. Mm. And what do you believe and why do you believe it? And then a question, what, what do you do with this? Or the Bible says that. And God can be in the middle of all that. Absolutely. And, and can bring clarity from it. We've, I know, and I know you do too, people who've grown up in these sects and they've come out of it and, mm-hmm. and they've come to the one true gospel. And so it's no different than God renewing anybody else's mind exactly. or tra- transforming anybody else's life. That's so helpful, and I hope that our listener is finding some of those pathways to not only learn more about our faith in Christ, but also the pathways to engage these types of conversations. If you have questions like this and you'd like to have us address them here on the podcast, you can always do that at bath.gracechurches.org slash mixed messages. And if we can help you find some more of those resources or take any unique next steps, we'd love for you to reach out and let us know. If you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more of it, make sure you subscribe, follow, rate, and review our podcast. And if you're looking for a community uh, to join with others that are seeking Jesus of the Bible together, uh, you can do that here at Grace on the weekend or even check us out online if you're out of the area. Well, we're so glad that you joined us today and that you're jumping in with us to seek God's voice through all the mixed messages around us. We'll see you next time.